Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mom of the Hard Kid. This is not my first attempt at recording this show because every time I have tried, I keep using a snarky voice when I say the word self-care. So I started over and over and over because (laughs) I'm really trying not to be snarky, but I cannot help myself. So any of you that have a really difficult child who is difficult from eyes awake to eyes shut, and sometimes even when the eyes are supposed to be shut, you know the words self-care. Oh, I, ugh, they're like a swear word. I don't want to hear it. It is so I can't even tell you how many times I have gone to somebody and been like, I need help. And they're like, you need self-care. And I think, no, I need help. <laughs> don't don't need self-care. I need help. I need answers. I need solutions. I need to wake up tomorrow and not be ready to drown. Like, I need help. You need self-care. Take a night for you. Uh, if I could take a night for me, I would have taken a night for me. But the unfortunate part, because my child has reactive attachment disorder, for those of you who don't know, if you do spend time apart from your child and it is not on their parameters and their, I keep saying the word parameters, if it is not on their terms, then you end up punished. So I don't get to have a night away. I don't get to do self-care. <laughs> it is... Oh, I can't even tell you, you guys, when I was at my lowest, and I'm finally like, because I'm not a big therapy person in the first place. When but when I was finally like, hey, it's time, I need to have a therapist. I I'm not making it through this day. I'm not making it through this hour. I need a therapist to help me with this child because it was a lot. But I would go to a therapist and the therapist is like self care. And first of all, that doesn't mean anything. What does self-care really mean? I mean, does it mean to take a bath? Because I bathe. Like, I I bathe. I take care of myself. When my child is asleep, I finally have a second and I can can be clean. Um, But I can't do the other stuff. Well, you really need to. Thanks. Thanks. Yes. You know, I just want you to know that I would. I would if I could. Self-care. Mm-hmm. I remember I would, and then I went to my um, uh, my general practitioner, my doctor, and my doctor's like, hey, you've got this problem and this problem and this problem and this problem. You really need to figure that out. And I'm like, oh, you know, I am so sorry because <laughs> I apologize that my health is bad. But I'd be like, I am just dying here. I'm dying here. Oh, you need some self-care. Thanks. Yes. Well, I want you to know that just coming to the doctor means I'm going to get six to ten hours of tantrums when I get home. So um, can can I have something else? Can I have some, like, is there a medicine for this? You know, you just need a day off. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Yes, a day off. That would be great. I can't have one of those. Is there something else I can do? You know, you really just need to take some time to yourself. Yes, everyone, every medical professional in the world. When I was dying and drowning, and I say dying because of a, I, 
I was exhausted, not because of the literalness of it. But when I was absolutely drowning in my life, I did not have time for self-care. And giving that as an answer, I mean, I don't think there's a human being on this world who's like, you know what? It never occurred to me to go have a good time. Like, oh, bing, <laughs> it never occurred to me that that I needed to think about my physical health instead of, you know, the fact that my home is falling apart and life is falling apart. Like, uh, oh, thank you so much. Like, I was just so angry and so bitter that the response to any of my issues, like, oh my goodness, you guys, I went to church. Somebody asked me about something. I told them about something and they're like, you need self-care. I go pick up my kid at school for something and they're like, oh, you know what? You need some self-care. And I was just like, if somebody else says the word self-care to me, I'm going to melt and scream like a crazy person while I'm melting. Like this is, I, ooh, you guys, self-care is lovely. Absolutely, it would help it does not mean that it is a possibility for everybody in every circumstance. And it's not really an answer. It's kind of like an umbrella answer where you don't really say anything. Like when someone's like, I'm super depressed. And you're like, be happy. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much. What, what, what do I do? I'm so depressed. Smile more. Thanks. Like self-care. It's just one of those things where I'm like, oh my gosh, you self-care, you self-care. And then, and then help me figure out what to do about the fact that my daughter's, you know, rubbing boogers all over the wall. Like help me with that part. Like, and I know it. I expect this more in therapy, to be honest, than I do like, from, from my general practitioner. I have been on anxiety medication, thanks to this child. You know, I'm looking for something because I was so anti-medicine. I did not want to be chained down to any medications, but now I'm at a mental and physical point where I'm like, I just need something off my plate. I just need to not think I'm having a stroke every minute. I just need to think there's not a heart attack around the next, you know, when I walk into a room and I see something that I'm not going to have a heart attack and I'm not going to die. Like, that's what I need help with. And and I know that it would be nice if I could gather up my friends whom I haven't talked to in four years because I have been drowning in what this child offers. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be great. And then I would come home and be punished by this child whom I left behind. Like, that'd be cool. It's It's not the answers. It cannot be the answer for everyone. Is it lovely when I do get times? You guys, I now have time for myself. My daughter is in school now and I have a minute where I'm like, hey, look, look. Oh my gosh, there's dishes. It's like a mountain 50 feet tall. I never noticed these before, but I can notice them now because I have a minute. But when you're in the thick of it and you are so stressed out that you can't even like Think about what's coming up around the corner because there's just not enough space inside your brain to be able to take it all in and process it all. Self-care is a terrible response. I hate it. It makes me so angry because, first of all, I find it a little insulting to my intelligence. 
you know what you should do? Do something for you. Thanks. Like, uh uh-huh. I appreciate it. (laughs) Like, could you also like write me a prescription that my insurance would cover for a massage? Because I'll do that. That sounds great. Get a massage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I'll do that. Uh, I'm drowning in therapy bills and I'm drowning in medical bills and but I, I will spend an extra hundred dollars and hundred and twenty dollars to to go get a massage and then come home and get punished <laughs> because I left for an hour. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, that's the one. Wouldn't that be so cool? I see these moms on TV. Like, you know, the pretty moms that are like nice and thin and they look calm a lot and they you know, they go shopping in their day and they get massages and, and they wear high heels like their muscles aren't at, like atrophied and seizing from all of the other stuff that they have to process and deal with that, you know, they probably even go to the gym, go to the gym, they say. Okay, I did that one. I took her to the gym. Do you know how many times they came out of the little child care center, found me? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. I'll be there. And honestly, sometimes that stress is, is it makes the minutes to yourself not even worth it. You know what I do for self-care is I watch a movie with my children because then they're all right there and I don't have to wonder if I'm going to be punished later and I don't have to wonder anything. I just, and, and we watch documentaries and we like switch it up, you know, here's a cartoon, like it's the most lame thing ever. But sometimes the solution is not self care. Sometimes the solution, especially because when I heard it from my family, I was really surprised because they don't really talk in those terms. And my family is very supportive and, and really good. And I'm very lucky that way. But I know there are other families there that are like, you know what you should do? You should take care of yourself. Bye. <laughs> You're like, hey, family, guess what? You know, if I want that self-care, you know, it'd be so sweet, so sweet. And my mother did this and I did not ask her. I did not ask her this. She was just like, um, why don't you bring her over? for a few hours on Friday. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I was able to have a minute because there was no minutes. It just never happened. She was little. And I know that there are different dynamics between little children where you're with them literally 24 hours a day and older children where they either go off to school or they have friends and they have more autonomy. I get that there's a difference, but the, but the reality is still the same. I know there are a lot of parents out there who have some time to themselves, but when their child comes home, it is so bad that they just are nervous about it until it happens. And then all of their things that they were nervous about come true. I know that there are parents out there who are afraid that their children are going to physically harm them or their other children. And I know there are parents out there that they don't even worry because it has already happened, that instead of worrying about it happening, they know it's happened and now they're dealing with all of that stuff. I don't think most of us realize just how intense some of these parents have it. Because there have been times in my life where I have thought, there is not a child harder than this. I cannot believe this is how this person is existing and that I am in charge of this person. 
And then when I step back, I realize, oh my gosh, I actually am glad that my stuff stops at this point because I know there are other people who it did not stop. It just kept going or it went in a totally different and crazy direction. And, and when you are the parent of these kids who do this stuff and this behavior, you're so lost. You're so overwhelmed. You're so, you just feel like, I remember saying I felt like I was a plastic bag in the wind, right? But you even end up being a plastic bag in the stratosphere. Like you're so far away from anything that is grounding you, from anything that is like reality in the way that it used to be. And you're so far away from it. And then somebody is screaming from the ground, (laughs) self-care. And it's like, no, I really don't think the solution is self-care. I really think the solution is self-preservation. You have to get yourself in a place where you are just okay. And nobody wants to be like, you know what? That should, my goal isn't to be amazing and have wonderful things. My goal is to be all right. You know, we don't want to think that that's like an amiable goal. But when you are so far away from the realities that used to be okay, sounds delicious. You know, self-preservation, preserving your sanity, taking vitamins. Take your vitamins, you guys, because if you guys know anything about the depletion of nutrients inside your body when you're stressed, then you will know that you absolutely need to replenish those and even find a few extras. I found some that are for stress. They're like a little gummy and I don't even know for sure if they help, but they're like candy and they taste good and I hope they do. (laughs) Some of my biggest helps though have been just regular vitamins, vitamin B12 and vitamin D. Those have been really helpful to me and I have to have, um, my vitamins, I say this with ca- like with a hesitation in my voice because now that she's in school, I actually don't need my vitamins as much. But I had to take my vitamins every day just to have a good day the next day. Because if I didn't, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't make it. And I would shut down and I would go to my phone and I would just like peruse the dumbest videos. You know, <laughs> you look at those those dumb videos and they have so many views and I'm like is everyone else just like in the fetal position on the floor watching these or do people watch these for fun (laughs) because oh my gosh I I was just so burnt out and I didn't have anything else but I needed I needed self-preservation I needed to sustain myself through this difficult thing and this difficult thing lasted years this wasn't you know a a period of time. And there are other things, of course, that cause difficulty that lasts for years um, that I don't want to um, make light of. But in a way, this is this is not something that that ends. And in a way that makes it all the more overwhelming. And I'm sorry, it does end, but it doesn't end quickly. It, it doesn't end in a, in a series of months or weeks. It ends in many years. So, so that's overwhelming. And, and I needed these vitamins and I took, I mean, not nothing incredibly like unique. I think it was like ginkgo. 
you know, stuff like that. Ginkgo really helped me. And I'm not going to recommend it because I'm not a doctor. I don't know any of that kind of stuff. But I'm just going to say out loud, it really helped me. Um, My vitamins really helped me. Uh, But I was, my health had gotten so bad that another, and and I don't think of vitamins as self-care. Like to me, that's not self-care. Like that taking your vitamins is self-preservation. You have depleted because you are absolutely spent. And if you don't have anything to fill up your reserves, you're going to be grumpy and you're going to be upset and all of those things. So take your vitamins for heaven's sakes, everyone, self-preservation. I know that certain foods are delicious and they help us with our stress, but please consider your energy levels because my heavens you need your energy levels. So if you're going to eat that donut, just have some carrot juice too. So your body has something in it that can actually keep it functioning and operational. Now I say this, I am not a slender lady, (laughs) not somebody who is like a health nut. I am saying this because my body is a machine and I need self-preservation. I need to be able to make it to the next day. And I cannot do that when I'm running off of cookies, which I have tried I promise. Because sometimes when I'm so stressed out, I'm definitely a stress eater. I will go to my cupboard and I will just start shoving stuff in my mouth. And my kids will look at me and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, this is the worst example. I'm just stressing. I'm so mad. And they, they've seen what has happened because usually there's like a four hour tantrum or like sometimes only a 45 minute tantrum, but a doozy of a one. And so they see this and but I, I am being such a bad example. But I, I can't help myself. Like, I'm just like, I need something to up my serotonin or dopamine or whatever it is that food gives you. I need it, you know, (laughs) self-medicating with food. I don't want to self-medicate with food because the next day is always harder because then I'm sluggish and I have a hard time. I want to self-medicate with my multivitamins and not in a dangerous way, of course, but to be able to provide myself the energy to make it through the next day. God, can you imagine having this conversation with your teenage self? And you're like, there will come a day when you are like, I need to make it through the next day because I'm raising my family. <laughs> uh, it just strikes me as funny. My my 13-year-old self would be like, you have a family? <laughs> yes, 13-year-old self, I do. And they are actually quite wonderful, even though they are also in some ways quite exhausting. That's another thing I think actually that should be in the self-preservation category is there have general, genuinely been times in my life where I could not think of a single positive thing at all, especially in specific regards to certain people. I couldn't do it. It wasn't there. And my husband's like, you're so downer, you know, like think, tell me something positive. And I'd be like, I didn't die today. Like (laughs) that was my positive threshold. Like I couldn't get to that place. I was so worn out and I was so depressed and I was so hopeless that I couldn't get to that point. But one of the things that I tried to do for my child and I didn't realize was also for myself, is that whenever there was something good, I would comment on it. And and for my child, that was sometimes 
oh my gosh, this tantrum was only 30 minutes long. You're usually four hours. This was 30 minute tantrum. High five. Like (laughs) it was, I had to, to save myself. I thought I was saving her, but that saved me. And I was also able to put those metrics inside my brain and be like, I, I know that she's capable of having a tantrum that's only 30 minutes long. I know it. So keep going. Like I needed some hope where there was no hope. And when I could pick apart those positive tiny moments, and when I say they were tiny moments, I mean, maybe for a whole week, like when I am scrounging and looking for positive things in the entire day for a whole week, I maybe could find four. And they all were kind of like that. You know, I remember one time I was, (laughs) she was eating and I was like, you kept all your food on your plate. High five, you know, like, because I'm trying so hard to find something good for her that I didn't realize that it was actually helping me because I needed to see the positives in it. Oh, I remember another time where I was like, look at your list that the teacher made because the teachers would make these lists of all the naughty things that she did. I'm like, this one only has five things on it. Usually there'd be like eight to 12, sometimes 14. (laughs) There were so many naughty things on this. But because I could find this one thing, and I'm smiling, laughing about it now because it's over. It was it was hard at the time. I was forcing myself to do it. But again, I then had that metric in my mind. And I could see how that changed over time. So it wasn't an instant fix. Instant fixes are not the answer. They, you need a long-term fix and change. And it's going to take a while. And that's okay because that time is going to pass anyway. You might as well be slowly heading in the right direction instead of leaping to something and falling like I did with my cookies. I would go to the cookies. They would sustain me for about three minutes. And then I either wanted more or I felt sick. It wasn't the answer. I didn't need a fast answer. I needed a long term for real fix to my situation. So everybody throw away self-care. Self-care is is such an annoying word and switch to self-preservation. Now, when you hit the point where you're not in self-preservation mode anymore, when you're not just trying to survive every minute, then bump it up to self-care. Absolutely. But So, you know, give yourself a break. If you are in the middle of an incredibly difficult challenge, give yourself a break. You don't need to sit in a point where you are happy and positive all the time because that isn't where your life is right now. And one day it will be. It will be. Everything kind of ebbs and flows and comes in and comes out and you have bad things and then all of a sudden you have 15 bad things and then and then you have 13 and then you have 12 and then and then look a good thing like sometimes is it's going to be terrible and in that time you don't have to present the world with the most positive person you're you're not a positive person right now and that's okay you're not in a good place right now and that's okay and you don't need to pretend that you are but you will be again one time. 
it will come back a little bit by little bit, especially when you are looking for those pieces. And then you can compare them as time goes on. I am a big fan of journal writing. I am a big fan of spewing out all of the garbage that you have in your life. Hey, look, self-care. Just kidding. Self-preservation. Writing in your journal shouldn't be called (laughs) self-care, even though I can see why it might be. Self-preservation. A journal. Write your realities on that page. You explain every single thing that has happened in the reality and that you feel it. If you need to tear out that page and and throw it away or burn it later, do it in a safe place, of course. But for heaven's sakes, get it out of your body. That is good self-preservation. Write whatever positive thing you can think of, even if it is, I didn't die today. Even if it is, my heart held up, I didn't think it was going to. Even if it is, I looked at her, her hair was a mess, I laughed really hard in my head. (laughs) because she looked like a a crazy rooster. And I was just so glad to look at her and laugh instead of be angry. Like, whatever it is, put your positive stuff down, write it down. If I, I actually recommend keeping some of the positive stuff, I mean, maybe not the rooster hair stuff, but I recommend keeping some of the positive stuff. But know that getting the ick out of your body is a good thing for you getting it onto a page and recognizing your reality because it's on the paper instead of just in your mind is going to be amazingly beneficial for you. When things started lightening up for me and concepts were starting to catch and and things were starting to shift, I mean, she is in no way like an easy child at this point, but I am more me now than I was before partially because I've been able to let things go, but also because she's really been trying really hard, which I'm really fortunate for. But I can dump my stuff into my journal and then I can walk away. I don't need to hold it anymore. It really works for me. And some of you, that might not be your best thing, but I really encourage you to give it a try because it's just a piece of paper. It's just a pen and it's just 15, maybe 20 minutes at a time. I personally really find it helpful. But I do hope all of you out there with your stressful situations, practice your self-preservation to keep your sanity. You don't need to be a cheerful, bubbly balloon. You don't need to practice self-care. You don't need a massage or, or your toes done. You just need to be as okay as possible and practice your self-preservation. I wish you all the most absolute best of luck in all of this. And and I want you to know that you have already endured more than, say, maybe some others have endured. And that makes you stronger than you even realize, even though you are worn out. People who run marathons get worn out. People who run Ironmans get worn out. You're worn out. But that doesn't mean you're not also strong. I wish you wonderful days. Thanks for joining.